0: all the uh, negative to very medium reviews that this movie has been getting, I feel like I have to redeem this review of mine because I felt the movie was a good movie. Uh, when I watched the trailer, um, I initially felt that this whole plot might only be the fact that Siddharth and Deepika are having this affair uh, behind their friends or relatives or whatever, but it's so much more than that. And I'll agree that my interest did peak after finding out that it's a Balstra movie because Kapoor & Sons is easily one of my top 10 favorite movies. This is considering Bollywood, Hollywood and everything. So, um, the common thread that unites Kapoor & Sons and uh, this movie is that they both involve a lot of moral ambiguity. And 99% of the Indian movies that I watch, especially these days, don't have that at all. I was actually curious and I went and googled about this. And there was an article which showed movies like Awara, which um, incorporated this moral ambiguity, but these are all pre-2000s. So right now we don't have many of these options to watch. And in fact, you can consider this movie to be like a completely inverted, dark themed version of Kapoor and Sons, because in that case, it tried to make us feel heart-warmed despite all the moral ambiguity, but here the movie tries to make us feel restless. And in fact, I think people, would, uh, people watching the movie would try to keep a count, at least an arbitrary count, of all the good and the bad that the characters are doing or the characteristics that define these characters. I think close to the halfway mark I gave up because the grey shades got too complicated and it was getting more and more impossible to morally reason out the actions of these characters. I mean, this is not to say that the actions don't make sense. If I had watched the movie, pausing it every 10 minutes, then I could have easily guessed the next move of these characters. But I'm saying that it's not possible to root for one character, consider them as a protagonist, and think that they have the noblest of all causes. Everyone in the movie, including Ananya's mom, who we only see in two scenes involving a video call with her, which will amount to less than 10 minutes, each have their own agenda and work towards that only. So there's not even an ounce of altruism in these main characters except, except, Deepika's father, played by Naziruddin Shah. So through the course of the movie, one of the trio dies, and from there, uh, the movie does take a turn towards the thriller genre, but I'm recently starting to enjoy these genre mixes. You know, you start going to these movies, you start going to Geraya, thinking that it's going to be like a noir drama kind of a thing, but it also incorporates this thriller factor after this character's death. Um, I think even Bhutakalam Kalam and Malayalam had this horror slash sort of depression drama Uh, kind of a mix and I'm starting to enjoy those so no complaints about those. I have no complaints about the acting even though I didn't find anything to be phenomenal or notable but I do think that Ananya and Deepika were cast well uh, because Ananya's character needs this childish innocent person who uh, for most parts of the movie she misses the bigger picture and for Deepika's character um, it needs more maturity and portrayal of more layers of emotional struggle. And uh, there are a lot of scenes where you can read between the lines. So, for example, this uh, character called Karan, who is uh, Alicia's fiance, Alicia is the character played by Deepika. He uh, says to Tia, played by Ananya, that she's a gold digger. But you can feel the irony in the movie because Karan is the one who is leeching off of Alicia's money as well as emotions. And in another scene, Zane, played by Sudant, tells Alicia that uh, she can now sail on her own. The scene is uh, coming in the movie where Deepika is really… she has finished le- learning how to sail the yacht, but uh, he also means that she started taking decisions for herself and started taking control of the course of her life. Rather than interpreting gheraya as uh, the depth that these characters or dialogues have, I felt it more to resonate with um, the depths to which Deepika's character, Alicia is pushed to continuously in the movie from start to finish. The ending, specifically the last two minutes, completely caught me off guard and um, if you're into watching movies that are not of the general template of having moral righteousness or having one or two fixed protagonists that you can root for, and if you enjoy movies where the stakes against these characters keep building and they never fade, then I think you should watch Kerae. Thanks. bye. Hey guys, just a side note, this also happens to be my first YouTube video review and I don't know if it sucks. (laughs) I really don't know. I'm really, really like self-conscious about it. So if you're interested, I'm dropping the link in the description of this podcast episode as well as on Instagram and all other places that I usually post in. So bye!